Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, this is Jenny Eclair of the Older and Wider podcast. You know the podcast that I usually do with my friend, my friend, Judith Holder. Well, we're not allowed in the cupboard to do the podcast, so we're going to try and do it remotely. Now, it's all quite complicated. God bless Daisy. Daisy, the producer. Um, uh, she's, she's doing this with us, and it's a bit of an experiment. And what it has involved is... Me voice recording on the voice memo of my phone a load of questions for Judith and she answers them and then she asks me a load of questions and I answer them. Now, the weird thing about this is that we, because we're not in the same room, we can't hear the responses. Um, so there's no interaction between the two of us and obviously that's a bit of a shame, but do you know what? It's better than nothing. And, um, oh God, stick with us. We'll find a way of doing this. This is the best we can do at the moment. And actually, you know, all we want to do is, um, well, just offer our love and support to everybody out there. So here we go. Here we go. Uh, it's our first experimental remote, older and wider. Well, question one. If you were to make an art installation of how you are this week, I mean, how it's been this week in week one, um, what would it be? You know, if it, if it, it could be anything you like. You walk into the room and it's the Jenny Eclair week one installation. What's going on in that room? What have you got? Oh, uh, a Corona week one installation. Interesting. Uh, it could just be me sobbing in a corner, um, surrounded by printed off emails of all the jobs that have been cancelled. But hey, uh, no, I'm not going to wallow in self-pity because actually, comparatively, I'm quite well off um, because... Um, I've been in this business for a long time, got some savings um, and I've got a house to live in and uh, there's still hot water coming out of the bath tap. Uh, maybe it'd be me snivelling in hot water um, with just my good bosom out because, you know, I've only got the one good bosom, the other one's a bit wretched. Um, uh, or else it just could be... A, what it will be in a few weeks' time, of course, is a poor woman's Tracy Emin uh, when... Um, I've just taken to my bed and I'm not bothering to clean anymore and I'm in soiled sheets. Uh, that'll be it. So I think we should fast forward to the uh, installation a few weeks down the line when I've just gone feral in my bed. How's your mum and how's Eileen? Have you issued her some orders? Have you? Has there been a Cobra meeting over the phone? Um, are there things that she can and she can't do? And yeah, tell me how your mum is. Ah, yes, June and Eileen, my mum and the aunt, 90 and 94. Huge problem. Uh, we've all been advised not to visit very elderly people. Uh, my mum lives over 200 miles away. Um, this destroys me on a daily basis. 
Uh, I don't think for quite a long time she really kind of got the seriousness of the situation. I think it's the pennies dropping. Um, she's very gung-ho, but she has had a fall. Fortunately, her cleaners are still able to come. Thank goodness for them. I'm incredibly grateful to them because I know they love her dearly and they will keep an eye on her. Um, however, she is still wanted to go to her local corner shop every day. Well, not every day when she needs something. And... You know, we all know that actually a bit of fresh air and getting out and about and moving when you're 90 is really good. But I don't know how long she's going to be allowed to do that for. And fortunately, I do have a cousin up north. And if needs be, then I'm going to have to call on him to, to help out. I'm very grateful to supermarkets opening early specifically for old and vulnerable because, you know, they should be allowed to get their stuff before anyone else gets their mitts on it. Um, but the idea of not being able to see her if she gets ill... Uh, absolutely uh, is unbearable so my sister and I do have a plan that if she isn't well we will get in the car and we will go up and look after her and if we have to be quarantined up north for a long time afterwards then so be it so I can't really talk about it much actually because it makes me feel like I'm going to have a massive crack up and I think lots of you will know what I mean. Now this is you know this is a little off script but of course during week one you have turned 60 you turned 60 on monday i can't believe it's only monday it feels like months ago and it's only wednesday um i want to know about the birthday day the birthday girl what she did what she did from the moment she woke up to the moment that she went to sleep and uh what were the lovely bits don't tell us about the crap bits and i'm sure there were being in week one but yeah what went on Yes, weird one. My birthday, 16th of March, 2020, turned 60. What an extraordinary day, because it felt like the last day of semi-normality in London, really. And I think we slipped under the wire a bit because we actually went out. We um, oh, we took an Uber to um, Mayfair and we had some lunch uh, in a little place around the back of uh, the Royal Academy where <laughs> uh, it was very, it was quite empty, the restaurant. It was quite nice. Sorry, just burp. Pardon, I'm having a diet coke. Some things never change, and um, so you know we we took this sort of little curved bonquette area in green velvet. Very nice, and um, you know everyone else was at a nice distance away. Just keep it like that. What comes in? Italian family with a coughing child. I said your your child is coughing. She said, I know, I have just taken him to the doctors. He has a throat infection, he is on antibiotics. Is it bothering you? And I went, yeah, it is a bit, actually. And she said, you want us to move? I went, it seems really rude, but yeah. But her husband wouldn't let her. So, uh, <laughs> I, I managed not to turn that into a fight, which is quite good. Anyway, we had our lunch and then we went to the Royal Academy and it was the last day the Royal Academy was open, which is terribly sad because... Um, people have missed out on an extraordinary exhibition, uh, Picasso on Paper, which is huge and really inspiring. And I mean, you know, he just didn't stop Picasso. I mean, it must have been a right boring twat because he didn't do anything else. Well, he did. He shagged loads of women, had loads of kids. But do you know what I mean? Work, work, work. Uh, after that, we then um, went to a local uh, bistro pub and had some supper with my sister uh, and my nephew and his girlfriend. And it felt very much like that it was going to be for the last time. And of course, Phoebe was with us all day, which, you know, she is the light of my life. And uh, she stayed on my birthday night and now she's gone back to her flat and she took all her summer clothes with her. And when I saw her leave with a suitcase, I felt like running after her and just saying you can't you can't go 
but she's 31. She can. Um, but it's so hard on that generation. It's, it's so hard on everyone, I know. But, you know, the 30-somethings who are at the beginnings of their careers and they're seeing everything just crumbling around them. And it's just so unfair. And I just feel really, really so upset on their behalf. I really do. You know, I'm 60. I've had a fucking great time. I've been all over the world with my work. And, I've, I, you know... I've had some, you know, especially in June, Judith, you and I, we've been really lucky. We've had some some great, great times. And it seems so unfair that this should happen to everybody, really. But, you know, anyway, we'll all cope. And I had a lovely birthday and I got lots of presents and uh, it was a bit of a last hurrah, really. So there we go. Uh, I was lucky in some some respects of shitty buggery, 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 buggery. You can all join in, by the way, if you want to have a little swear now, because it's either swearing or crying, isn't it? Or laughing hysterically. So fuck you, shit, cunty, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck. There you go. Now we all feel better. Um... What would your Google history look like at the moment? Oh, my Google history. Well, this is uh, very typical of me. Um, I've been trying to find uh, somewhere I can have some wine delivered in bulk. Uh, I tried to sign on to the Sainsbury's delivery thing because obviously I've never really bothered because I live around the corner. Um, So I signed up for uh, Sainsbury's deliveries. Excuse me, I'm still burping. I think it's anxiety. I don't think it's a sign, do you? It's not a symptom. Um, anyway, so I've got my, you know, online order status all sorted out and all that kind of thing. But of course, there's no slots for four weeks, so it's pointless. Um, I think I shall be doing most of my shopping, actually, at those rather dodgy corner shops, you know, that are a bit smelly and they've got Alsatians with one eye lurking at the back. Uh, but they've still got wine. <laughs> they've still got wine and rice and chickpeas, dinted t- Ten tins of chickpeas that went out of date a bit ago. I'll just click up my Google history, see if there's anything else in- interesting here, Judith. Um, history. Oh, God, there's a bit too much Daily Mail here. Uh, and then, um, yeah, it's all buy wine online. God, I'm a terrible woman. Anyway, there you go. Might as well be honest. What have you got in the fridge slash freezer slash cupboards um and have you gone the loo roll route or have you gone a slightly different route i i have actually i'd like to think i've gone a rather clever route here and there uh more of which i could tell you but involves things like gardening gloves oh yes washable washable jewelry inspection gloves Well, I haven't really been stockpiling. I haven't got a big enough kitchen. I haven't got a big enough fridge or a freezer. Um, I'm kind of... There's plenty of bacon. um, And uh, I keep buying tins of coconut milk as if I know what to do with tins of coconut milk. Oh, I'll tell you what I have done now. I do think this is a good idea. I have bought online um, Jack Munro's Cooking with Tins recipe book. And it's a recipe book that <laughs> cooks with tins. It basically does what it says on the tin. God, this is very meta. Um, and um, I think that could be useful because she can make a curry out of a tin of peaches. That's one of them, I think. I've heard, anyway. So I think that's going to open a, a new window on my store cupboard. That's what I'm hoping, anyway. Uh, but apart from that, Jeff keeps looking at the freezer going, I think we need more oven chips. Oh, it's all a bit fucking desperate, isn't it? Right. So what has been on your pre-lockdown list of things to do? You and I both live with 70-year-olds, 70-something in my case. 
And have you noticed they're called elderly and old folks, I noticed. Um, and there's a bit of, <laughs> yeah, I know, that's a worry, isn't it? We're both living with old folks. Um, and yeah, because look, you and I are going to be sort of more grounded, aren't we, that we might, than we might be or quicker. So what have you been scurrying around doing in preparation? I don't think you can prepare for the proper lockdown because we don't really know when it's coming. At the moment, it's a bit half and half. All the big galleries are shut. Uh, The West End is closing down. Um, Some of the big restaurants have shut. Um, But locally, everything's still open and there's a semi-normality going on. So I went for a walk with my sister today and normally, because I'm a lazy cow, I take the bus, especially on the way back, because there's that mighty great pig of a hill um but uh, isn't it typical i've just turned 60 and i have got it excuse me diet coke burp and slight nerves and you know i've got nervous burpiness going on um so i've got my new over 60s oyster card haven't i oh yeah i got that can i use it no because i'm not using public transport it's so frustrating walking back from east Dutch with my sister and there's that beast of a hill in front of me and i'm seeing all the big red buses trundling up and i'm thinking i'd love to be on one of those but i'm not doing the public transport i'm walking with my sister who's where she's wearing proper fell walking boots because you know she she does all that kind of thing and I'm huffing and puffing and but I, I got to the top and <laughs> I lived to tell the tale. Um, the only advantage of our 70 plus husbands is that they get that early morning pass to the supermarket so we can give them our orders, can't we? I mean, mine will just be wine um, and low-fat cream cheese and mayonnaise, of course. God, I'm very worried about the mayonnaise supplies running out. Um, One day I might have to learn how to make my own, but by then, you know, there won't be any eggs. Oh, dear. Um... But yeah, we, we, we're having to find silver linings, so let's look at it that way. Our, seven, our over 70s can go to the supermarkets early for us. Whoop de whoop. What's caught your eye on the social media? Uh, yeah, what's been occurring in the Twitter sphere and Instagram and all that? And have you managed to get hold of the tape of the Big Brother lot in Germany being released and told the news, which they were apparently last night? Love to see that tape, wouldn't you? I feel desperately sorry for those um, German contestants on the Big Brother house because they're going to come out and they're going to expect all the usual flashbulbs and people and screaming. They're going to come out thinking they're going to have massive careers and they're going to be on the front covers of everything and they're going to be massive social media stars and there's just going to be absolutely nothing. And I think that for some of them, it will be such a mindfuck that they won't actually be able to get their heads around it. I think that it's almost a bit too cruel. I think they might, they should maybe be allowed in some kind of halfway house where they come, where they're, they're given a little bit more time to get used to the idea because it is a very cruel thing to to be suddenly faced with. And um, yeah, I feel te- terribly sorry for them. And I'm, I'm sure there's some of them that think it's a massive practical joke and think they'll turn a corner and it'll all start happening and they'll see their loved ones and all, you know, hundreds of thousands of fans and all that malarkey. And it's just that's so not going to happen that it's almost unbearable for them. Um, Social media-wise, I think that everybody's playing quite nicely, but then I live in quite a nice social media bubble. I think that my Twitter timeline is usually 
uh, I wouldn't say fragrant, but uh, it's not it's not cuntish. Um, and I, you know, we have nice Instagram followers because we've just started that, haven't we, Judith? We started our, our older and wider um, podcast Instagram account, uh, which will obviously keep going through these difficult times. And, uh, you know, hopefully that'll grow and people will feel that that's sort of, you know, a community thing and they can join in and... Obviously, you know, keep emailing us at olderandwiderpod.com and, um, you know, we will do everything we can to respond and, and all that. Sorry, I've forgotten the question now. Oh, social media, <laughs> all that. I think it's going to help a, a huge deal, actually. And I am very glad that I feel very much part of a particularly Twitter um, community. Oh, my front doorbell's just gone. Oh, Jeff's gone to get it. I wonder what that is. Of course, I have started ordering a few things to keep me busy. Um, you know, a few craft things. I'm getting very worried about all those sort of things stopping being sold. You know, sort of, we're so used to just clicking on Amazon and getting some more acrylic paint or whatever. And I, I'm, yeah, that does make me sweat, the fact that that might all dry up quite soon. But anyway, um, I think I've responded correctly to your question. <laughs> Gone a bit blank. I need to know what that delivery was. Uh, I'll be back within a bit. What would you prescribe for yourself? You know, this thing about like social prescribing is quite big, isn't it? You know, or was in the old world. Um, so if you could pres- prescribe yourself um, something, what would it be? What would it be to try and get you through? Well, my social prescribing to me uh, so far, if I understand your question correctly, uh, which is how I should conduct myself uh, while all this is going on, I have tried to say to myself, you will exercise every day, uh, whether that's getting some fresh air, if you're allowed, or on the mat in front of a YouTube Uh, yoga video um, and you will do something creative every day Uh, you will write at least for a couple of hours and you will paint or draw or do some gluing and sticking for at least an hour every day I've also got the tapestries on the go Um, I've got a a, a spotty dog one and a big Dalmatian print thing to do Uh, and once that one's finished I've got a a great big parrot thing that uh, needs starting so that that should take me through for a while I think tapestry kits are going to do very well. I wish I had shares in tapestry kits. I really do. Well, how are you doing with the news, really? Radio and TV. Are you, you know, are you sort of pulling up a chair at every single news bulletin? Best bit like sort of listening to Churchill on the wireless, isn't it, for our parents? Um, what are you doing? Are you rationing yourself, as I know some people are, because it's too distressing? You know, what what are you doing? How are you dealing with it? And are you still thinking about what Fiona Bruce is wearing? Because actually I'm not. I've actually forgotten. I've forgotten. Mm, Yes. Uh, Oh, God, I can't wait to get back to the time where we can just start bitching about Fiona's blouses again. Uh, I don't know whether I'm going to come out of this a nicer person or not. I hope so. Anyway, news-wise, no, a bit rationing. I'm rationing, uh, to be honest, Judith, because it isn't doing my mental health any good. I do the 8 o'clock in the morning and uh, then I do 10 o'clock at night. And so I top and tail my day with it. But uh, apart from that, I ju- I, there's enough that crops up on uh, Twitter and, uh, you know, the odd email. And for some reason on my computer, I get these 
these little sort of alerts, newspaper alerts, I don't really want to see and I don't know how to get rid of them. That's annoying. Um, I mean, it's a really fine line between keeping yourself informed and uh, freaking yourself out. And I think that it's going. To, we're in this for the long haul now. It's going to take a very long time to get over this. So it's no good kind of peaking too early with it. We, just, we have to uh, go, yeah, this is bad, but I cannot fill my entire life with it. It would be lovely to have another conversation sometime that didn't even mention it. But so far, uh, I mean, since this reared its ugly head at the weekend properly, since it fully emerged from the sewer, I don't think I've had one single conversation that doesn't lead back to it. And I don't think that's going to be possible for a very long time either. Anyway, so that's my uh, thing, top and tail of the day and no more. Are you fantasising about what you might do at the end of it? Are you now thinking, you know, you might reassess your life? What, what, yeah, as you emerge, dim or happy at the other end, what, do you, what are you starting to think now? Yeah, well, I'm going to do that. God, if I'm lucky enough to get to that stage, I'm going to do X, Y and Z. And what might that be? Oh, God, when this is over, do you know what? I might become a hugger. I've never been a hugger. But I think now that I am starting to miss uh, physical contact, even from strangers, uh, because I've never really liked it before. I've always been one of those people that fought shy of it. But now I'm thinking, oh, no, lovely, a cuddle. How lovely to have a nice, meaty cuddle with, oh, yes, even a stranger's breast pressing against mine. Nice, I'm missing it. Um, I'd like to say I'd go on holiday, but uh, God knows if any of us are going to have any money again for anything like that for a long time. But I do hope that if I get back on my feet, that financially, that I'm not as mean as I've been in the past. I splash it around a bit because everyone is going to need a lot of help to to get back to, to normal, you know, restaurants and all sorts of businesses. So yeah, I want. To, I, I hope that I'll be able to share it out a bit better. Um, and I hope that I see, I, I mean, I've always cherished my family, but I think there'll be many more things that I cherish about the everyday. And I think that this is a complete, um, it's a, sh- a scene shifter, isn't it? It's, this is, has just changed all our lives. And, you know, on very dark days, I think, what if I don't get through this? Um, and... But let's not go there, eh? Hey, hey, this is older and wider. We're here to make you laugh. Um... Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. So... Yeah, I'm going to be, I'm, do you know what? I'm going to be so cute when this is over. I'm going to be the nicest person in the world. You won't recognise me. These are my questions for Judith. OK, question one. Where are you on the panic scale and have you had your first little cry? Mm, well, I think I'm kind of cruising at a pretty high 
you know, eight, really, peaking quite badly. Uh, I peaked quite badly when, um, you know, that guy Hugh Sim, is he called, that tall bloke who's the BBC health correspondent, said, um, you know, the storm is coming. And I thought, blimey, God, that scared the shit out of me. Um, yeah, I'm peaking. I'm peaking at various levels, peaking obviously as a hypochondriac when I think, oh, do you know what? I might have a bit of a tight chest. Um, God, you know, I've got a headache. So that's quite bad. I panicked really badly when I realised that the thermometers didn't work. I've got two thermometers. Neither of them have got batteries in. So um, I just got to the DIY store in time to get um, a couple of new batteries. So I've got two of those because those are like gold dust, apparently. Um, so, yeah, I'm peaking, obviously. Well, I think, you know, actually, I peaked as well when I talked to my friend Martine, um, who is very level-headed and a really, really close friend. And she said, well, you know, I'm kind of going to be philosophical about it. I've had a great life. And, you know, I don't want to go in an unpleasant way. But, you know, like, we're going to go sometime. And I thought, blimey, if she's thinking that. And, of course, she's right. She's right. And yet... I think that's the kind of thing that I assumed was for really, really old people. Do you know what I mean? Um, but everything's changed, hasn't it? I don't think we... Look, come on, we've got to get a grip. We've got to get a grip. We're, you know, we're relatively fit and healthy and, you know, we, we, we on the scale of things, we don't have that much to worry about, do we? So, listen, we've got to get a grip. Anyway, cruising along at eight, not sleeping well, um... And yeah, oh, the other thing that panicked me was that my friend Judith, who runs a probate company and will company, so she's got a massive rush on, you know, all these people who are sort of suddenly uh, writing their wills, um, which again, sort of gets a bit real, doesn't it? So yeah, peaking here and there, cruising at a pretty miserable eight, and kind of thinking that I'm going to switch my phone on and it's going to say, ah, it's fine. You know, we're all right. We just got the vaccines on vans and they'll all be a bit here in a minute or, or, or literally it was a bad dream. I mean, we must all be feeling that. And I kind of keep looking at my phone to see, you know, if there are some good, well, and bad developments. It's like, what, you know, is it better or is it worse? That's interesting, isn't it? Because we are so connected to everything globally. You know, would we be as worried if it wasn't for the internet? In a way, maybe we wouldn't. You know, we wouldn't know, would we? Um... You know, because there were carrier pigeons in World War Two. Did you realise that? Mike went to Bletchley Park the other day before all the shit hit the fan. And um, so much of the secrets and the information that came from the front line was from these four carrier pigeons that were, you know, had little messages, obviously, from the French front, front line and were sent over. And you just think, God, what a different... Well, that was the last war. That was our last war. And how different. Judith. What have you bought to try and make yourself feel less bonkers? Mm? Mm? Well, yes, OK, a lot. Um, it started quite gently, like everybody else, probably. And then it sort of intensified. And as it's intensified, it's felt like, you know, those old kind of um, uh, treasure hunts that we used to do years ago, where you'd go to a place and you have to find a clue. Um, but you'd get there and some other bugger had found it first. So I've, I've really been on the back foot, you know. I mean, I, Mike's been doing most of the shopping. So, you know, dried fruit, dried chickpeas, no way. 
other people had got there first. Um, we've got some frozen broad beans. We've got the last leg of lamb from Waitrose. From in, in, we put in the freezer. So we, we you know, we're all fine. We're all right. Um, and we got plenty of loo roll because Sienna made me send off for the what the crap recycled things. Yeah, about a month ago, and the van arrived with them. They're there everywhere. If anybody wants any in Oxfordshire, you're very welcome. Um, so we're okay for that. But I tell you where I've got a bit, a little bit ahead of the game is on the gl- the glove department. <laughs> God, as I'm saying this, I think I might have lost my mind. Okay, so I've got I've got sort of floral daywear gardening gloves that I got from B and Q that are washable. So I thought, you know, I can open kind of you know the sort of cupboards with those and 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 doors and stuff. So I've got those. I wore them to B and Q the other day, and you know this woman who worked there. She said, "Use gloves that you've got on." You know, we sell them here. She's honestly thinking I just put taking them off the shelves and put them on. I said, "No, I was here yesterday. I was just about to pay for them." So and, and apart from the gardening gloves. Also, I think I might have lost it. I bought, I've sent off for them, but they haven't arrived yet. Some white cotton jewellery inspection gloves. Because <laughs> I thought, well, again, you know those things that we used to wear when we were little at sort of, you know, church and kind of, you know, people's sort of parties occasionally and Princess Anne wears and the Queen. I've got a load of them coming. Now I think, yeah, well, because we're going to be indoors, aren't we? It's like it's all going out of date. But anyway, we've got a lot of those again for anybody who wants any of those. But the other thing I've done is I went to B&Q, as mentioned, and I I thought, well, yeah, if I'm going to be here, I need to paint the summer house um, and zhuzh it up. So I've got quite a lot of paint. Um, I thought, gardening, gardening, I'm going to have to do some gardening. So I've stocked up on... Oh, my, oh, God, masses and masses of compost is everywhere. Um, seeds. I found some broad bean little plants, you know, um, that were already coming through and some cauliflower plants that are already coming through um, and lots of um, tomato plants, grow bags, uh, weed killer. Yeah, so now I've got, a, I, mean, I can't tell you, I've got a stack of jobs ahead of me. Uh, on the gardening front. But listen, I can grow vegetables because, you know, we don't get tomatoes, are we, further on down the line? Might have a little little um, table. Jenny, I won't be able to get you any tomatoes. Oh, no, you can't eat tomatoes. Stupid idea. Um, but yes, so yes, those have been where I've been concentrating. How's Mike, Judith? Because Jeff is in denial. Do you know what? He still has clients who think that their kitchen tiles are a priority, the twats. Um, Pretty much in denial, really. He's an incredibly optimistic person. God knows how we... um, how, how we sort of how we how we got to be living together and be married for thirty three years, but yeah, because I am a bit of a kind of pessimist and worrier, as you all know. Um, so yeah, he's very um, yeah, you know, kind of you know we're healthy and everything and blah blah blah. Um, but uh, yeah, so he's I think he's still in denial really. Um, he's a bit he's very very depressed about the fact that you know he's going to have to stay indoors for kind of months and months and months. Um, but at the moment. He's doing a Samaritan shift tomorrow, which would be the last one that he does. And he's madly going around sort of preparing for time in the bunker with me, poor sod. Um, so uh, he's been to Decathlon to buy some stuff, you know, weights instead of going to the gym. Uh, I know he's been um, buying kind of bits and pieces like a cassette player and uh, all sorts of sort of bits of IT, which he wants to do. Um, so he's 
he's busy doing that. Um, yeah, um, remaining sort of at the moment quite 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 sane. The tricky thing is is this. I've got a sort of uh, strange um, immune system vulnerability, but I'm not sure how dangerous it is really. But I've got to have a blood test today, um, so I, I think I'm kind of you know at the moment sort of a bit more worried about that um, than perhaps he's worried about himself. So. Um, and because he's still out and about and I've kind of um, begun to batten down the hatches, yeah, it's just really confusing. Like, you know, we're sleeping in different bedrooms um, and he's got one loo and I've got another loo. And it's like, well, wait a minute, you just come into the kitchen. So, you know, I better, you know, which cupboards are you touching and all of that. So we're until he's in lockdown properly um, after tomorrow, we're in this kind of strange, messy thing. Are you actually going out? Are you still cycling? I cancelled my yoga class today because, weirdly, my gym is still open, but suddenly it felt too risky. It's all a bit blurred at the moment, isn't it? I mean, you know, I'm not sort of get Obviously, I'm not doing anything in terms of work. Um, everything's been cancelled, you know. I mean, like everybody, like literally, everything's been cancelled. Um, so, but, you know, I've been going to the chemist. I've, 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 I've sort of been, you know, on my bike. Somehow that feels kind of safer. I don't know why. Um, so, I've yeah, I've just been sort of targeting specific things which mean that I feel prepared for the for the for the bunker life to come. And um, it is the weirdest, weirdest, weirdest thing and the saddest, saddest thing that has ever happened. This question is, are you seeking solace in the shed? Has it been de-African masked yet? And what furniture have you chucked out, stroke, moved in? You lucky girl. Well, oh. Well, the shed is, um, well, it's a bit of a blank canvas at the moment because Mike's taken all his stuff out. All the African stuff um, has been, you know, put in his new little study that I had inside the house. Uh, he always is looking a little bit smug as if to say, oh, look, look at me. My study is kind of so easy. Look, I just go in my dressing gown. It's easy. Ooh. Um, and yeah, he's, he's taken all the, all the African stuff into there. So at the moment, I mean, it wouldn't be the kind of study that I'd want, you know. Um, but no, he's, he's set up a nice little nest in there. Seems, he seems very comfortable, very happy. And he's going to spend a lot of time clearing it all out. Um, so yeah, that's good. My, yeah, so the, sh- so the shed at the moment down the garden, um, I've, uh, undercoated the, uh, bookcase. I'm going to get some nice new handles on the cupboard doors. Um, and I'm just going to have a nice, a bit of a spruce up with some paint, uh, that's in the garage. Um, and yeah, I'm slowly moving my stuff in. I mean, it's, it feels, yeah, it feels really exciting. Uh, the downside is I've got all my stuff everywhere in the house. It's all waiting to be sorted through and processed and chucked out and um, and taken down there. But so I'm not really installed yet by any means. But I mean, I might as well take my time. Um, and I'm just so looking forward to getting my paints out there, my toys. Really, I want my toys out. I want my sewing machine out and my toys all around me. And yeah, it might just be my lifesaver. Are you structuring your day? How disciplined are you now? I know you. You'll have lists. I think you'll have to-do lists. To do, to do today's to-do list. That's what you'll be doing. You probably got a new notebook for it. Coronavirus today's to-do list. Oh God. Do you know, this is almost the most disturbing, difficult bit of uh, my new life, which is that the structure of my day and my routine and my to-do list and all of that, they're just all over the place. 
lots and lots of people. I seem to spend all my time kind of answering texts and WhatsApps and calls, which is absolutely fantastic. And, and you know, messages on Instagram from this podcast, which is wonderful. But it's kind of like a full-time job. And then I write myself a list. I think, oh, what should I do first? Uh, should I go to the... Um, should I go to the hardware store to get some of that? Because I'm going to need that. Should I go to the, you know, should we get some food? Should we do this? I don't know where to start. And of course, now I've got a great long list of thick tasks um, with the garden and the sort of painting projects and everything. So, yeah, I just literally don't know where. Yeah, the, all of the, I've got to get myself a routine. This is what was keeping me up last night is I actually just need to have a new routine, which is like, OK, I do that. You know, I create a bit of space to do some gardening. I create a bit of space in the Maybe yeah, maybe it's like, you know, in the morning, like, like, in the mornings I do this, in the afternoons I do that. Uh, weather permitting, etc. It's. A, a, tell you what we have got is we've got a conference call with the girls every night at eight thirty, which Sienna set up, and that is lovely. That's a. Re- that's the only bit of structure I've got apart from news bulletins in my day at the moment, um, and that is, I think, going to be a lifesaver. Clever Sienna. We are desperately in need of telly tips. Do you know what? I wish I'd rationed next in fashion and the split, etc. Because. The news is this morning that the soaps are no longer going to be filmed. Doesn't bother me, I don't watch them anyway. But I presume this also means the archers too on the radio. Mind you, that chose the wrong time to have a kitchen explosion catastrophe, didn't it? So what are we watching? What should we be watching? Yeah, this is this is seriously important, isn't it? Is what we're going to be watching on TV. Um, a bit like uh, Jenny, you said to me on the phone yesterday. I've cut, the trouble is that Mike and I watched a load of stuff, and we're you know, we're up to date with the end of Last Tango in Halifax. That's great if you haven't seen that. Uh, we finished Flesh and Blood, ditto. Um, we watched from beginning to end Peaky Blinders again. If you didn't watch it first time round, oh my god, you've got a treat. So we're we're kind of up to date with all of that, and uh, it's like where do we get? Well, there's Liar, isn't it? That's coming out. Yeah, we'll give that a go. But I think we need to forage in some of the old classics. I mean, I don't mean Heidi High. You know, God, that's August or September, isn't it? Um, actually, it might be quite good. But um, yeah, so we need some good big fat box sets. Um, now, Mad Men, we had started watching from the beginning. And I'd forgotten how, not that we saw them, but I remember saying, oh, my God, you know, people said, didn't they, at the time, Mad Men is amazing. Um, and I never really watched it properly. Um, and the first episode of that was completely brilliant. So I think we might go, we, we might start that. And that's a good fat box set, isn't it? So we'll do that. I'm wondering about Poldark. You see, I never watched Poldark. I might go back and have a look at that. Um and Call the Midwife, do you know, I know, Jenny, you love Call the Midwife and it is very steadying and um, it's, you know, it's important, isn't it, to keep us all sane. But, but I've sort of dipped in and I missed all those early series. So, yeah, I might I might do a bit of that. Um, well, we're not going to be watching What's Your Emergency, are we? And we're not going to watch Holby City. Um, so, oh, and I'll tell you the other thing that I've been watching. I watched the first series, um, and if you didn't watch the first series, you must watch it, which is Race Across the World, where there are about, you know, these six sort of pairs that race. Um, well, this time they're racing, aren't they, on a budget, the budget of the airfare uh, from London to with the destination. And this time they're going all the way down the spine of Central America from, I think, Mexico City right down to the tip of South America. Uh, and you see, what's into it's a great it's a great program, BBC Two, and you kind of root for the ones that you want to win, and you see their sort of relationships develop and the troubles, but also you see where they're going, 
And what struck me when I was watching it a couple of nights ago is that it's almost like suddenly there's a kind of, that's our escapism, isn't it? They were in this amazing infinity pool in Mexico, a natural infinity pool with all these kind of mountains around them. I just thought, I felt suddenly sort of wistful about the fact that, you know, the great outdoors, we're going to be starved of it. Those kind of, the world, we are... You know, and that is kind of such a astonishing feeling, isn't it? That we can't do that. We couldn't. Yeah, we asked. We are going to. Well, we're going to miss it. We're going to miss it. Anyway, highly recommend that. And also uh, Miriam Margulies' Big Fat Adventure. That's that's been great fun, actually. I do. I do love her. And she she's not doing the flatulent thing that she was doing on The Real Marigold, which was, if I'm honest, beginning to sort of. Uh, tire me but but she's she's done this thing about being fat interestingly I did um, years ago Victoria Woods big fat documentary a two-parter uh, for ITV so it's it's interesting she's following the same sort of um, line of thought um, but I I love her and I love the fact that she doesn't give a shit what she looks like and I love all those sequences that they've shot of her eating you know, really fast and with a sort of napkin in her blouse and, uh, well, dress, actually. She wears the same thing all the way through. And she's intuitive, actually, and great. And, yeah, worth a watch. Wish there were more of those. But, yeah, that gets the thumbs up from me. How are your girls dealing with the fallout of all this? Well, the girls are... Ellen's lost her job. Um, The TV project she was about to do uh, was obviously being postponed slash cancelled. So... Yeah, she's a bit stuffed, really, income-wise. And um, she's doing some supply teaching, but, of course, that all closes down uh, tomorrow, I think. And, yeah, so she's a bit stuffed, really. But remaining... And Sienna is working from home, uh, but, uh, you know, actually spending a lot of time, I think, on her own and doesn't know many people where she lives. So it's a worry. And, of course, they're worried about us. I mean, they are genuinely worried about us, and that is really, really, really touching very very worried about what we're doing and who we're seeing and god we need to go into lockdown and yeah it is very very touching i mean hopefully you know they're young and they'll be all right but uh i kind of wish they were nearer us and i wish i could share some broad beans with them if you got it and recovered and knew you were immune what would you do try not to be selfish yeah well if we're at the other end that's it's like the end of a prison sentence isn't it uh, actually my friend down the road said in fact once you're with people who have been self-isolating for two weeks in theory you could have a sort of self-isolating uh out the other end party couldn't you as long as you brought your own kind of glass and were precautious and you're in the garden i suppose um but i suspect over the next few weeks the ideas the list the perspective things that I'm going to do will get bigger and bigger and bigger. At the moment, I'm not interested in going to a restaurant, couldn't give a shit. Um, wouldn't be interested in particularly, you know, going out and kind of shopping, obviously. Um, I think what I think, I th- OK, the best thing that could happen is a barbecue on the beach with the girls and Mike um, and with the girls' partners and uh, a little frying pan on the fire, maybe a few chops and a bit of coleslaw. And being together and the sea and the air and the world back. Yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. So it's goodbye from us at Older and Wider HQ, kind of split into three parts now. Um, Bye bye, Jenny. Bye bye, Daisy. Bye bye, gang. Uh, Look after yourselves. Lots and lots of love. 
Um, try and keep sane. Chin up. Chins up. Toodle pit. <laughs>